Welcome to this exciting sermon from World Impact Community Church. We hope you enjoy this message. For more sermons and resources, please do visit us at wscc.in. Father, I want to thank you for what you are doing in our midst, Holy Spirit. We praise you and we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Hallelujah. Or some of you have been asking for a newer experience of worship. And I believe the Holy Spirit is doing that right now. I believe the Holy Spirit is doing that right now. I, 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 sense, that, I sense that the Holy Spirit is teaching some of you to just keep that altar burning in your spirit. You will continue to worship. You will continue to host the presence of God. And, and, and I believe that any time the Lord is giving you the grace to break out into worship, you don't need a, a guitar anymore. You don't need music anymore because the worship unto God is ablaze in your spirit. I sense the name Koshi. I believe that the Lord is going to change your house in a very precious way. The Lord is going to bless you. The Lord is going to do a deep generational work in your family. I sense the name Sister Suma. And I believe that the Lord is going to anoint you. Anoint you for a greater work of God. Greater work of God. I believe the Holy Spirit has a great outpouring in a store for each one of us today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, we are so humble, Daddy, that, that, that you love our communion. You love our presence today much more than any preaching. We want to be filled with your presence. We want to be filled with your presence. We want to... We want to receive directly into our spirit what you want to talk to us today. Hallelujah. And I pray, Daddy, today that each one of us will go with a burden for souls. Burden to be a blessing. Burden to be a a blessing in the lives of people. Thank you, Jesus. We want to give you all praise and glory. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. 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 Praise God. Once again, what a blessing it is to uh, study and share and think together with you the wisdom that God has kept in the Word of God. I'm so blessed. And I believe today the Holy Spirit will speak specifically into the hearts of so many people. And the moment you know it is for you, I want to encourage you, grab it, possess it, and you will see that it will happen in your life. Hallelujah. So, so uh, t- for today's message, I have given the title, Go Therefore. Please don't get up and go. But uh, Go Therefore. So as a, as a church, we are partnering with Go Movement, which is a global movement, which believes in reaching everyone with the gospel through each one of us. Yeah? We are partnering with this movement not because it is a mighty global movement, but because this is so much relevant to the vision that God has given World Impact Community Church. Our vision is the whole church. I'll explain once again. The whole church, not just the pastor, not just WCC Trivandrum, the whole church transforming the whole world. I want uh, you to know that if some of you are thinking that actually, okay, after the service, I'm, I need some rest. I want to tell you, our work will not finish until Jesus returns. 
Yeah? We want the whole world to come to the knowledge of this heavenly father. Hallelujah. The whole world transforming the whole, the whole church. It shouldn't be the other way. Sorry. Yeah? The whole church, because that, that's, some, that's happening in some places. The whole world transforming the whole church. Sorry, sorry. Let's, let's get it in the right order. Yeah? The whole church transforming the whole world for Christ's eternal kingdom. That is the vision that the Lord has given us. We would, we would not rest until we see everybody coming into the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Because we want people to be blessed. We want people to thrive. We want people to enjoy the favor and the pleasure of God in their lives. Hallelujah. So we will relentlessly work towards seeing people blessed, not only in this earth, but eternally. Hallelujah. The whole church. So are you ready to arise and go for this vision? Amen. Hallelujah. So, so th- that is why we have partnered uh, with this Go Movement because this is very well connected with the WICC vision. Why should we go there for? Because if this vision needs to be fulfilled, we need to arise and go. We know what all has happened till what point we have reached when we are sitting right now. Now it is time for us to go full throttle and reach out and, and bless the people with this gospel. Our Heavenly Father has a dream. Okay? Many times when we hear this, uh, I think most of you who have read the Bible uh, would know this portion, go therefore, comes in Matthew chapter verse 28. But I want you to know that this didn't start here. Our Father has a dream. Our Heavenly Father has a dream. He created mankind to be with Him. I was sharing in the Malayalam uh, service that um, the scripture says, when it was the cool of the day, um, I doubt even God hates coming out during the noontime. So when it was the cool of the day, He came down to have fellowship with His creation. That's what we use that word uh, till now, creation. He gave his glorious image and likeness to, uh, to mankind when he created them. And the plan of God was that this mankind will rule and will reign the earth. But even if we hear that word mankind and creation about Adam and Eve, in Luke chapter 3 verse 38, there is a very prominent, different description that's mentioned about the relationship between God and Adam. Here in Luke chapter 3 verse 38, if you can display that will be great. We can see that the son of Enosh, the son of Seth, the son of Adam, who is the son of God. So when it comes to Luke, the scripture says Adam was not just a creation of God. God considered, or God is calling Adam his son. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And when God looks at the earth, he has a dream that the earth will be filled with people who carry the glorious image of this heavenly father. A lot of times people think about 
um, uh, going out and outreach and, and uh, gospel crusade about just different kinds of conversion. I don't see anything like that in the scripture. Here, what we can see is our Heavenly Father, when He created us, He had an awesome dream that this earth should be, this dominion should be filled with my children who carries my image. But what happened was sin separated us from God. And today God has not given up on us. Today has, God has not given up on his dream. He still wants everyone who is created in his image to come back into this great relationship with the Father. Hallelujah. And I believe that is the work for which God has called us. That is the work for which God is asking us to go therefore. Hallelujah. And today, God is asking us to co-labor with Him so that there are people, there are children who haven't come into the household of God and they are not able to enjoy the blessing in that full amount. And that's why God is asking us, go and redeem them. As a church today or this year, this is a year of revival and restoration for the church. Hallelujah. And God is asking us that we will co-labor with Him so that we will restore the children of God into the household. Hallelujah. That the enemy, a lot of times actually people refer to enemy as some other people groups or some other forces. But in the scripture, the Bible never calls as far as I know, the Bible never calls any man as the enemy. The Bible calls Satan as the enemy. And when the Bible clearly says something like that, let's align to what the scripture says as truth. So the Lord is wanting us to co-labor with Him and to reach out so that the people who are lost without having a heavenly father we can bring them back into the kingdom of God, into the family of God. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, go therefore. Matthew chapter 28 verse 19 and 20 is making it very clear that we shouldn't just go therefore, but there are some other things to be done. Matthew chapter, verse, uh, chapter 28 verse 19 and 20 says, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations. And then it is continuing to say that you have to baptize in the name of the Father, Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey all things. But, but the thing is, this great commission, everybody knows that this is called the great commission. Yeah? And when I check my Bible, I am not able to see that there are no ifs and buts and clauses like as far as, uh, as far as you can or something like that. Yeah. In another portion of the scripture, it's mentioned that as far as possible, try to maintain peace. But here when it comes to the great commission, it is a commandment from the Lord that you go and make disciples of all nations. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But there is a fundamental question that is a great challenge. That if our mandate is to disciple everyone, how can someone be a disciple if they are not saved? If somebody is not saved, then how can we disciple them? And that is why the scripture says, you go therefore. There is a problem statement that is mentioned in the scripture. How can somebody be a disciple if they are not saved? 
Do you think that's a problem? Yeah? For some of you who don't even think that's a problem, I pray that the Lord will help you. You have to read the scriptures. Yeah, so the Bible says if I need to disciple somebody, that person need to be saved. How can the person be saved? And we'll continue to see that, that there is a flow of thought, a flow of, um, uh, of events that's mentioned in uh, Romans chapter 10. But before that, I want us all to remember, how did we get saved? How did we get saved? Somebody was asking me uh, or, or telling me, Pastor, I don't have that skill to make people saved. I said, I don't know whether anyone has that skill. I believe only Holy Spirit has that grace. Holy Spirit has that ability to help somebody say no to the things of devil and say yes to the things of God. Hallelujah. So I asked that sister, sister, how did you got, um, how did you get saved? Then she said, uh, uh, in a meeting buster. So, uh, so I asked, what happened in that meeting? Somebody preached, pastor. Uh, okay, uh, so what did he preach? Uh, he preached about the goodness of God and the salvation of uh, God, pastor. And then I asked, what happened? Suddenly a power came. And I don't know from where I was able to believe. So I told her, can you please do that, this, uh, the same thing to somebody whom you know that the person is not yet able to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. I want you to know that that power will come again. Because that power that God and His presence is, has been lingering so many years in this earth to reconcile His children or reconcile people to be the children of God. God is so committed to save people from eternal hell. God is so much committed to bring people into the house of, household of God so that they will be blessed and they will be a blessing to nations. So how do we get saved? The Bible says, Romans chapter 10 verse 9, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So when I spoke this to somebody, immediately, see the problem is, anything that is in the, in the scripture, we, live, we love to spiritualize. We some, somehow feel uh, a different awe to the complicated things. So the moment I, uh, I heard this uh, question, um, uh, this person was like, Pastor, so I saw this verse, but what are the steps? Pastor, I even don't know how to, what are the steps for thanking God? I said, thanking God, that step is very simple. Thank you, God. I want to tell you, that is so simple. Because there is a freedom that God gives to express to him the way you want to thank him. You want to raise both your hands and thank him. The Lord is happy about it. The only thing that he looks is whether there is a heart behind your words. Hallelujah. So I told this person, 
what is the scripture says sister the scripture is so plainly mentioning you how to receive and be receive the lord and be saved what is the scripture saying sister that if you confess with your mouth the lord jesus and believe in your heart that god has raised him from the dead so i said the first question is when you speak to somebody you can ask dear brother dear sister do you believe in your heart that god has raised jesus from the dead so if that person says yes then the next question is do you have you confessed with your mouth that lord jesus christ is the lord yes i said that's it hey i said that's what the scripture says i said if i ask this question and somebody says yes then i want to tell them hey according to what is mentioned in the scripture i believe that you are saved now would you walk with god so that you work out your salvation with fear and trembling hallelujah somehow we have so much of joy to make things complicated because we have somewhere uh, just just uh, this thought is engraved in our mind that god cannot be that simple God cannot be so loving that he has this great God has made himself so simple to us. I want you to know that love makes things simple. Hallelujah. His love has made things so simple for us. What you need to do or what I need to do today is not to have all the knowledge but what we need to do is to yield to the holy spirit because because God has sent holy spirit to lead us and the bible says the mark of a true child of God is my following of the holy spirit when he is there to lead me my following shows whether i'm a true child of God So the Bible says in Romans chapter ten, verse thirteen to fifteen, for whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Recently, somebody was talking to me, and and this person was talking about different isms and different um, uh, different ideologies. Pastor, do you think they will be saved? Pastor, do you think that group will be saved? I said, uh, brother, um, some of the principles that I follow is I try to share what the Scripture is explicit on. I choose to be silent on the things that the scripture is silent on and I would like to major on the things that the bible is majoring on Sometimes some people have a have so much of problem uh, no, no, I'm not um, belittling them but uh, they have I I feel actually they are taking so much time on whether the rapture will have post millennial pre millennial uh, what is going to happen I say in Malayalam uh if that is something the lord has to do the lord will do what we need to do is that kartav varumbam post aayittu poyaru nammal ivada post aayi poyaru post millennium or pre millennium or or tribulation or whatever that the lord knows how to do according to his wisdom amen i personally don't think there is that can bring any difference in a in a child of god's life who walks with the holy spirit every day i believe the goal of a child of god is to be filled in the holy spirit and walk according to the holy spirit every day every moment and the lord very well remember his calendar he will do the end in style 
Hallelujah. Let's think about till that time what are the, what are the things that we should do. And how we should conduct according to the ways of the Spirit. Hallelujah. So the scripture says, For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. So I was telling to this dear brother, that I don't know about that thing, I don't know about that thing, but I know one thing, that I can trust this God. When he says that, that if you put your trust in this Lord Jesus Christ, he is able and more than able to save you. I personally don't have too much time to study on all those isms because I want to really sense in the Holy Spirit, discern in the Holy Spirit that in the lifetime that the Lord has kept for me, what are the things that I should get into? What are the things that I should get into and I will have the grace of God for those projects from the Lord? Today my prayer is, Lord, I want to sense in the spirit before I feel in my body. I want to sense in the spirit. I want to sense first. Romans chapter 10 verse 13 to 15 says, For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen. We all know that. But the the, the next few verses is a little challenging. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? Okay, how can somebody call on the Lord if they haven't believed? The next verse says, how will they believe in him whom they have not heard of? If somebody, oh, you know, I, heard a, I heard a story uh, about uh, a nation um, in Africa is what I heard. There is a unheard, I mean, there is a, there is a place where uh, they haven't heard about Jesus. So somebody shared, first went to that place and shared about Jesus. And immediately that person said, I know Jesus. So this preacher was so happy. And he, he thought, oh, I thought this is an unreached people group. But this person confidently says that he knows Jesus. And this person is again explaining that Jesus will come soon. There is a time that Jesus, he will not be late, he will be at the right time. And when it was somewhere around 4, 4.30, Jesus came. And on the boat it was written, Jesus. He thought it was about the boat. He thought it was about the boat. I want us to know there are so many unreached people group in our nation. That they won't even know the name of Jesus. The scripture is asking a problem or or just putting forward a problem statement. And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? Till now we have been saying, Pastor, preach it. From this day onwards, we are going to tell our neighbor, preach it, preach it, preach it, preach it. Because we want to we wanna make this Jesus known to everyone so that they will be blessed and they will be part of this precious household of God. And then it is again mentioned, and how shall they preach unless they are sent? 
as it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel of peace, who bring glad tidings of good things. So today, if you see that, uh, if you see those verses, you can see that, that anybody who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. But how can they call on the name when they don't believe? How can they believe if they don't hear? How will they hear if we don't preach? And how will we preach if we are not sent? So today, I want to take my first step that I'm going to send each one of you to preach this precious gospel. Representing the leadership of WICC, I want to speak that I'm going to send, I'm sending each one of you to share this gospel that saves people. Hallelujah. Anybody who wants to share this gospel and who wants to receive this commissioning, you can say Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm sending you as your shepherd. I'm sending you to go and preach the gospel. Let others hear about Jesus from your mouth. And let them have an opportunity to believe in this Jesus whom they heard. And let them give their heart, their life unto Jesus one day. And recently Pastor Kavita was sharing a, a study that uh, people generally give their full surrender unto the Lord. They accept Jesus in their, uh, when they hear the gospel six times. That's the average that, uh, that study shows. Yeah, sometimes we may be the fifth person or like, uh, we, let's, let's continue to be a blessing in every person's life whenever we get an opportunity. How will they hear without someone telling about Jesus? Because the moment they receive Jesus Christ into their lives, the Bible says in John chapter 1 verse 12, but as many as received him, to them he gave the right to be the children of God. So when they accept Jesus into their life as their Lord and Savior, I want you to know that they are not accepting a religion. They are not accepting a, 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 a membership to a particular group. They are accepting a heavenly father. Hallelujah. They are accepting a faith and they are accepting a heavenly father. And that is my prayer today that we will reach out. We will go and preach this gospel which will help everybody to have a heavenly father. And they will enjoy the blessings and the favor of God throughout in their lifetime. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 to 18, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ Jesus, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. And then it continues to talk about a ministry of reconciliation that has been passed down to us. So this is not about a, a, a church hopping. Recently somebody was asking me, uh, Pastor, do you have any certificate on uh, that I am born again? Or do you issue a certificate that, uh, that so and so is born again? I said, no, the Lord directly handles it. Church is not handling that. He writes here, born again, saved. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
So anyone who is in Christ Jesus is a new creation. And we are called to have this ministry of reconciliation when somebody is walking away from God, when somebody is not enjoying the blessings of eternal life with Jesus Christ. We are called to have this ministry of reconciliation and talk about the possibilities that they have in eternity and bring them back into this household of God. Hallelujah. Some people say, Pastor, I'm not skilled to share. I remember one brother telling me, Pastor, I will not forget this. So I thought I offended him. No, then suddenly he said, he became very emotional. And he said, Pastor, you introduced Ajwa Biryani to me. What a healing it was, Pastor. I pray that when we stand before God, many people will be indebted to us because we spoke about Jesus to them. I pray that we will be, we will, we will be, each one of us will be so much of a blessing in the lives of people. Can you imagine that scene when somebody is in eternity and they are saying, oh, this is the person who shared Jesus to me. In my life, my brothers started sharing about Jesus to me. There was another doctor who shared about Jesus. I am so much indebted to them because I cannot imagine a life without Jesus right now. Hallelujah. So it's my prayer today that when we stand before the Lord, that many people will arise and say, we are so blessed is so blessed because this person came up to me, chose to share about Jesus. And that's why I'm here. Hallelujah. To me, sharing the gospel, somebody getting saved, is about coming home and being blessed. To me, somebody saving, being saved is about coming home and being loved. To me, somebody being saved is coming home and walking in the favor of the Heavenly Father and not living as an orphan. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 6 that even before you pray, your Heavenly Father knows. And when He knows, He preserves, He cares for us. Hallelujah. In Bible it says, Avan ariyunnuvengil, avan karudirikim. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So now, I'm going to teach you about some simple ways of sharing the gospel. Right now, we just, um, uh, we, we just spoke about why we should share the gospel. Uh, then we spoke about what we should go therefore and do what we should preach the gospel. And now we're going to see how we should share the gospel. Matthew chapter, chapter 28 verse 18 says, And Jesus came and spoke to them saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and earth. All authority. So this is a verse just before the great commission. So when we share the gospel, we should go in from a place of authority that when I am going to take up this precious work of sharing the gospel, heaven is standing with me. There is an authority that the Lord has given me to preach this gospel. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor you have an authority. 
So the Lord spoke about this authority before the Great Commission. And then on the 20th verse, let's see what he says. He says, Lo and behold, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So the second way in which we should share the gospel would be, let's know, let's be sure that when I am sharing the gospel, the Lord has promised his presence with me. The Lord has promised his presence with me. I remember the times wherein I was so scared to share the gospel. Because in our lives we were happily living. Yeah, we were so happy in our childhood when I belonged to, uh, um, or, or I was not, a, a, a time when I was not born again. We were so happy. Every Sunday holy, all the other days jolly. That was a very wonderful lifestyle causing no problem to anybody. People are happy. People also call you holy on Sunday. Because we reach at the right time at the church. We leave uh, um, after. um, And if you are leaving early, you are unholy. But only uh, if you leave after the service, you are holy. If you are in the first row, you are holy. So this was my lifestyle. But the moment gospel came into our life, it created ripples in our family. Yeah, the scripture says that the Holy Spirit is not a, a spirit of confusion. In my personal reality, this gospel really confused our family. I love the Holy Spirit; He is not a spirit of confusion. But this gospel just just created a whirlpool in our family. But the Lord is faithful. Today, He has saved all of us. Today, He has saved our generations. Today, it is difficult to find somebody who doesn't love Jesus in our family, in our lineage. Hallelujah. I want you to know that if you stand strong with the Lord's work in your family, He is able to do a clean sweep. He will fill your family with the Lord's glory and tremendous favor. And you will be able to say one day, I believe that with all my heart, as of me and my household, we are, or we shall save, serve the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we, uh, we share the gospel from the place of being in the presence of God. Third thing is how to share the gospel. Share from a heart of compassion and with an attitude of prayer. One of the things that I was so shocked when I was uh, saved was because of the excitement, I started sharing this with the intellectual folks in my class. Yeah? Um, I was so shocked to understand that they are not getting it. Then I thought actually maybe it is about the, the, the physics stream. Then I tried chemistry. Yeah. I started sharing with somebody in, 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 the, in the other um, stream. They also didn't get it. I want to tell you, for somebody to receive Jesus, the Holy Spirit has to open their heart. When you are going to share the gospel, share with an attitude of prayer. Some people want to share the gospel because they want to somehow tick that task. They think actually the Lord is going to give brownie points because, because they shared the gospel. Sharing the gospel is good, but I want to share the gospel with a heart of compassion because, because I want this person to be in a safe eternity with Jesus Christ. 
I want to share the gospel because because I am I I I, I don't want to uh, this this person to end up in an eternity without Jesus Christ because the scripture says you can take a decision where you want to spend your eternity when you are alive in this earth. That is the rule of the game. Yeah, in in when we play cricket. Um, when we play cricket, we say that everybody appeals, it is out, not out. But the judge takes the decision. Whoever says whatever, it is his final call. Jesus has decided, Jesus has given the free will that we can choose where we want to spend our eternity. A lot of times when we share the gospel, people think it is about converting the religion or converting some kind of rituals or changing people from one church to other church. No, 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 no. It is about guiding them to have a safe eternity with Jesus. If I could take that decision to, uh, for your eternity, I would have done this uh, by this time. Because I love you. I want, to have, I, want, I want all of you to be there when I am safe with Jesus Christ. With my eternity with Christ Jesus, I want to celebrate and rejoice with each one of you. But the rule of the game is, each one must decide. God has kept the system in such a way that God is looking not for a compulsive decision God is looking for a willful and a voluntary decision to follow him hallelujah so when we share this precious gospel we are introducing this Jesus who can save people hallelujah so share from a place of prayer and compassion when some people share the gospel oh I remember some of them Sharing the gospel with the first line, I either want to run away or I want to hit him. The first question in Malayalam, Inganaka Narana Madio. Take Shigibidoka Rende. Oh my God. Please share from a place of prayer, an attitude of prayer and compassion, not from a puffed up heart. Don't share from a place of, uh, of making the other person feel that we are the right ones and you guys are terribly wrong. Talk about the mercy of God that happened in your life. Not that how well you are doing the rituals. Talk about Ephesians 2 to them. Oh, I was a disobedient folk. I don't deserve to have an eternity with Christ Jesus. I am nothing or what I deserve is hell. But because of this great God who is rich in mercy and love, He saved me. Dear brother and sister, you can also have this eternal life with Jesus Christ. I wanted to share this and bring this into your consideration. Because the Bible is giving free will for everybody to take a decision whether they want this eternity with Christ Jesus. Today when I share the gospel, I won't fight 
Because some people would say what you said is wrong, your God is dead, um, uh, uh, all those things. I remember what uh, Billy Graham once said. Somebody walked up to him and said, your God is dead. So Billy Graham said that, oh, I didn't know that because today morning also I had a chat with him. Yeah, I'm not Billy Graham, but I'm, I'm so blessed to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. Knowing and thriving in the leadership of the Holy Spirit just makes the sharing of the gospel and living in faith so natural. So natural. So share this gospel from a place of great prayer that, the, that Lord, I want this person to enjoy eternity with Christ Jesus. Can you please touch his heart? Can you please uh, 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 just shape his heart in such a way that this person will be able to receive you, Daddy? Go with, a, uh, with an attitude of prayer and then operate in the spirit of compassion. Lord, you showed mercy to me. I want, I'm just praying that, that you will show mercy to him as well. Can you open his heart? Can you help him to receive you? When we share the gospel, we need to know the gospel. Some of us are not able to share the gospel because we ourselves haven't come in terms of the gospel. Sorry to say that. When I, when I, was, when I was sharing the gospel to somebody and uh, I said, see, when you put your, uh, the initial times, okay, uh, when you put your trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, he is more than able uh, to save you. So they are, the, the person asked, really? So immediately I got shocked. So I said, <laughs> That's what everyone says. Do you really believe the gospel? Something that which we are not sure of, it will be difficult to share. Do you believe that you are saved because you have put your trust in the Lord? Do you believe that you have eternal life, your eternal life has started because you believed Jesus Christ? Because if you believe, you can share, this is what I believe. This is what the Bible says and I believe it. Hallelujah. Know the gospel. I'm so blessed to have WICC um, just um, making this gospel card. This has really helped me to share the gospel with so many people. There are, uh, uh, most often we don't get so much time to uh, explain to people or even share to people. But this has really helped me. Whenever I see somebody who, whom I doubt whether he is born again or he has an opportunity to, to know the Lord... I just share this card and I ask him, say, I want to give a card uh, which talks about Jesus to you. Would you read this card? I remember the initial days when I was so scared and I wanted to share the gospel because I hated this life of fear without fear of uh, not sharing the gospel. I wanted to really break that. So what I do is actually I'll walk up to the person and say, hey, this is a card about by the time he takes the card and looks at the card, I will escape. So this is a distraction technique for me. Yeah? But then, do you know, in a couple of instances, when I shared the gospel to people, and in the end, when I asked the question, brother, sister, two days back, 
somebody called me to pray for a family concern and i asked him um see i know you're going through a challenge but i want to talk about the joy which no one can steal and do you want that joy and i shared the gospel and in the end i uh, asked this person do you want to receive jesus christ uh, previously i used to say please think brother please think and get back to me uh, as far as i can remember nobody got back to me and today i'm thinking that actually this is not a decision that should be postponed the scripture asks us what will happen to you if you lose your life today so i asked these people hey would you like to receive jesus christ today and to my shock they said yes and they accepted jesus and that time the holy spirit spoke to me because you yielded to me in 5 minutes you helped somebody to have an eternal life with jesus i want to talk about a story about a french lady she's an elderly lady from france she got she i just heard the story she was led to the lord by an african pastor and after she got saved she was so much passionate to share the gospel with people but she was blind and she couldn't read or write she didn't have any education so then she told that pastor pastor i want a bible and can you please mark john 316 in red so the pastor did that and every day there was a school nearby her house and every day when it is time for the school to close that day's classes she would put a chair outside her home and as soon as she hears somebody's footsteps she will call that person uh, dear son please come daughter please come 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 hey I-, i just wanted to find out something there is a verse that is marked in this bible in red can you please tell me can you please read this verse to me and that was john 316 so that person will read and then this lady would ask son do you know what it means and then she would share the gospel and that african pastor in his personal witness he has testified that he personally knows 24 pastors who got born again through that lady's ministry i believe today the holy spirit is shaking us from every excuse that we say that i cannot share the gospel we can share the gospel we can share the gospel i believe we need to we need to understand that jesus christ came to this earth to save the lost to save the sinners his primary objective he is called jesus because he saves 
And as children of God and as the household of God, if we don't have a burden for that most important thing, I think it is time for us to check where our heart is. Unless we share, how will people know Jesus? When you prepare to share the gospel, there are many things that we prepare and train ourselves for. I believe that if somebody comes to us and asks, how can I be born again? How can I be part of this family of God? I pray that we better be prepared because we don't know when we are going to see that person again. Not sharing the gospel according to me is pride. Not sharing the gospel according to me is selfishness. Because I have tasted the blessings and goodness and favor of the Lord. And if I'm not ready to share that with my friends, my family, with any and every other human being, I believe that is selfishness. Today I believe that we need to repent from that selfishness. Father, we want to thank you. We want to thank you for this time. We want to thank you for this time. Thank you for this time. I pray for boldness upon everyone here. Boldness. Boldness. When should we share the gospel? Now is the time. The scripture says, the harvest is plentiful, but laborers are few. Now is the time. Now is the time. This is an urgent mission. This is an urgent mission. Urgent mission. I pray, Daddy, that as a church, today that you will pour in us the urgency for this mission. Urgency for the mission. Hallelujah. 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 I want to pray for each one of you right now. I want to encourage you that you will take a decision today. That I will go. I am ready to go. As part of the Go movement. They encourage us to take one of the three options. And I want to plead to you that let this month be a new beginning in your life of sharing the gospel. Go month. The first option that they share is, can you pray and share this gospel to at least one person in this month? When you go outside, go out after the service, we have made these gospel cards available. I want to encourage each one of you to at least pray and share this, at least this gospel card. As the Lord permits, I pray that you should explain the gospel, you should encourage them to give their life to the Lord. But I want everyone to take 
at least this small step of sharing the gospel that you would share this good news of Jesus to at least one person if you think that the lord has given you a a a, a greater measure of faith the second option that go movement says is that can you share this gospel to at least one person every week if you think you are that person today i believe the holy spirit will strengthen you to take that decision if you think you are that person the ushers have kept a bundle of five gospel cards there pick it up i pray and i want to beseech you that invest into the eternity of people invest into the eternity of people if you think pastor i want to just go full throttle i want you to know that there is a bundle of 31 cards there share this gospel to one person every day i pray that by the end of this month this church will be filled with people who shares the gospel every day sharing the gospel would have become the lifestyle of our church by that time if you think that you are ready to go you are willing to go therefore and preach the gospel i want to encourage encourage you to just let us know by sending a whatsapp text i'm ready to go to our wscc mobile number or whatsapp number or you can text dr kavita and we would add you into a group where we are going to encourage each other with training videos we're going to encourage each other with testimonies of sharing this gospel i believe that we will have salvation reports for sure i believe the holy spirit is encouraging many to surrender your life especially for this mission for this mission we shall be a sending church we shall be a missionary church those who can and those who want to surrender your life to the lord especially in this area of sharing the gospel i want to request you to stand up as an act of surrender father i want to pray the lord for our church i want to pray daddy for your outpouring of a precious anointing to share the gospel share the gospel share the gospel i sense that the lord is releasing a heavy strong anointing upon swapna to to evangelize to touch souls to touch souls to touch souls oh i pray boldness boldness to come upon them those who have surrendered daddy those who are just asking for a fresh touch of yours to win souls for jesus I pray holy spirit that you touch them 
that you touch them and you fill them daddy you give them boldness you give them the grace to win souls for jesus he who wins souls is wise says the scripture thank you father for doing that thank you father for doing that we love you and when we meet face to face daddy we pray that when we meet you face to face we will have so many lives as a gift unto you to honor you thank you jesus we give you praise and glory in jesus precious name we pray amen amen god bless you thank you for listening to this sermon for more sermons please do visit us at wicc.in